Hello, I'm Sophia Rains. And I'm Mr. Ryden. And this is Our School Matters, a podcast where we talk to the students, staff, teachers, and administration of RCCU1 and what matters to them. So today, uh, as we're recording, is the end of SATs just now, which is an incredibly boring day for for text proctors anyway. Students complain about it every year, about having to take that test. And I get it. It's a hard test. But one of the most mind-numbing things in the world is just sitting there watching kids take a test for Mm -hmm. Hours. <laughs> for hours. It's very stressful for the students. Well, for some It is. I've said it's some that were very some. stressed today. And it's some very stressed for got others. Got a couple naps in, for sure. Oh, yeah. Which yep. they, they shouldn't do. But I have some stories about that. <laughs> I, I had the whole guy of people working up to the last second of every test, and then I also had kids that you know, clearly just sort of jumped and around. And decide which letter they think vibes most with each yes. question, and then they put their head down. <laughs> yep. And they enjoy yeah. it. I'd say it's worth trying on it, but I wish I could take the test during that time because it's mm-hmm. just so, it's not like they can get on their phones afterwards or anything or, you know, get up and leave early or anything. So they're just still stuck in there. So I figure the best, the best approach is just try on it so you can keep your brain engaged to pass the time. But seniors, uh, what we do every year here is seniors go to the senior seminar. Where's that at? Over Elm Street, Christian? Yes. That was where it was this year anyway. I think it has been previous years. And I think it's a pretty great thing. I definitely hear back that it is a mixture of boring and awkward and, <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> but also, hopefully, there's some meaningful stuff overall. So uh, that's where you were today while we were mm-hmm. SAT testing. Uh, how did that go? I feel like it was very informative. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit just sitting and listening to people talk. But, sure. you know... That's how it is sometimes. A lot of very serious, a lot of very adult stuff that they wanted to cram into the people who came. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was very... Uh, some people really need to maybe be reminded of it, and maybe some of those are the ones that are going to pay the least attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always like get this, like my last day of school with kids, I'll have this mixture of, I feel like this room, some of you I need to tell that you should work your butt off, and you really need to take every advantage of every opportunity you can get. And then I feel like there's another group where I'm like, some of you probably need to hear that you need to relax every once in a while <laughs> and that not all, you know, don't work yourself to death and learn how to enjoy life. And it's, it's hard to balance it out when you got a room of every, or you guys are in smaller groups, I take it, like small cohorts. Yes, of like, it's like three OTA classes per group. Right. Okay. So around 50-ish kids probably per mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I hope it went well and I hope uh, everyone got everything about it. Well, our person today that we're going to interview did not get to see that and instead took the SAT test yeah, today. Yeah, took the very special SAT test. That is Genevieve or Vivi Carey, who is going to be our guest this Friday. I had a really great time interviewing. We know each other from kind of, we have a class together. We're in Bill Credit Speech right now. Oh, okay. We're together. But also, I know her from various musicals, uh-huh. like the ones here at... Yeah. Um, She's high school and for sure. OCC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so here it is. Here's Vivi Carey. Okay, today we have Genevieve or Vivi Carey yeah. uh, here to do just another interview. So you're a junior. I am, yes. And what do you like to do around the school? I'm in theater. And I'm in Scholar Bowl, so that kind of covers the winter months. And as for everything else, I don't do much. So aside from the winter activities, so theater and Scholar Bowl, right. you're more academically focused in the fall. Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. like near spring. Yeah. Do you think that's a good balance, or would you want to try new stuff? I I I'm, I guess I'm not really a sports person. Since high school started, I don't think I've gone to a single football game. I'm yeah. I mean, during like theater though, it kind of gets chaotic. Like once practices start running later, because I mean here they start right after school, mm-hmm. so you don't get home till like six thirty, seven, and it's. I mean, it's stressful, but I think it's better to just have, like, one season of stuff than, like, all year, because that can get really stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so, with Scholar Bowl, we haven't had somebody in here to talk about that oh, yet. Oh, really? Yeah, so if you want to go all in or just tell us your favorite parts about it. Okay, so basically, Ortena nerds, not to slander the Scholar Bowl team, you play, there's five people playing at a time, and basically, it's just glorified trivia and there's i mean there's questions about anything like science history social studies math and it's i mean it's fun i mean we t- the minibus isn't i mean the bus rides get rather um loud but we got third at the at our tournament congrats and mr dunn says that's the best he's ever had a team do so go us go you and I got seventh on the all-conference team, so go me. Yeah. The questions are insanely hard. Is, is it, like, super specific? Yes. The questions are super detailed, but all you have to do is pay attention to, like, the very end. Mm-hmm. The beginning is just, like, if you know, like, a lot of details about the person or the subject subject that they're asking about, then you can, like, buzz in an answer. But mm-hmm. it could also just be, like, this man had four dogs and three cats, all named George, <laughs> Who was the 16th president of the United States? <laughs> um, I probably just peeked the mic. I'm sorry, audio editor. <laughs> so it's kind of just, it'll serve you well at college trivia nights. Yes, it will. I will be so good at bars when I'm 21. Obviously. I mean, um, <laughs> come on, At guys. trivia night. In college. <laughs> Yay. So the sponsor of that club is Mr. Dunn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Mrs. Puckett is also, she's oh. like the JV sponsor, but JV, they don't really, I mean, they, they play just as many matches as mm-hmm. we do, but they don't like go to tournaments and stuff mm-hmm. unless we are short-staffed. Outside of extracurriculars within school, do you have like a certain kind of academic subject that you do well in or you like um, more? I mean, I think I'm good at math, but that doesn't mean I like it. Mm-hmm. But all, this year has kind of made me like English more. Mm-hmm. Just with Mrs. Van Meter. Shout out, Christina Van Meter. Shout out to a real one. Yep. I mean, this this English class has just been more engaging than I think all the other ones. That, I mean, than Comp 1 and Comp 2. And uh, what classes am I even in? Psychology, I think. I'm in dual credit psychology. I will say, how has your experience been with taking dual credit classes out of it's, college? It's been pretty... It's been, I mean, it's been pretty easy The the days off are very nice, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, I don't have to go to psychology tomorrow, or if tomorrow is a Tuesday or Thursday, whenever this comes out. It's, I mean, it's definitely, I'm assuming, at least, taking Gen Bio that at OCC in high school is going to be a lot easier than taking Gen Bio out yeah. of college with 60 students in the class. Yeah. And Mr. Short, I like him. Mr. Short. He's nice. Are you in that class right now? No, I had it last semester. Oh, I was going to say, because I'm in that class right now. (laughs) Yeah. Remember to spell your amino acids correctly. That'll be your last test. You get to spell, if you spell all 20 amino acids, you get 
extra credit. Ooh. Correctly. If you spelled it correctly. Oh. That was my downfall. I spelled one incorrectly. And I got 19 extra credit points instead of 30. Come on, sure. Right? Yeah. Help a high schooler out. Mm-hmm. So, within the extra credits at the college, mm-hmm. would you say there's, like, a good level of mixture of difficulty? Because, obviously, you talked about psych, and then yeah. you talked about bio. I think psych is very easy. I mean, <laughs> I'm not complaining. I have a 100 in the class. I mean, but she's a very easy grader. <laughs> Don't go to bio. is hard. Mm-hmm. And other than lab days, lab days were great. Lab days are fun. I barely passed that class. But the worst class I've had to take is pre-calculus Ooh. in terms of grading. Who did you have for that? Pompey. Oh. Yeah. Pre-cal. Um, mm-hmm. I, ha- I passed second quarter with a 90.02. Nice. Yeah. Right in that edge. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. It was that was gonna be a horrible Christmas. Nothing if I didn't get an A. Nothing can describe the joy oh, that yeah. one gets from just it's barely so getting good. an A. It's it's so amazing. Good. That I really thought I was gonna. I so far I have been I've gotten all A's this year, but mm. and then I'm in the mindset I'm like to leave. Getting a B isn't bad. Getting anything like. It's not bad. Just don't fail your classes. But then the other side of me is like, you better get an A. You're going to You've got to have to. You, you got to get it. You got to get it. But, I mean, so far I'm doing good. But I didn't know that to graduate, like, SUMA. Uh-huh. Th- I think Ooh. the 5.0 GPA is only your senior year. Is it? I don't, I think so. I mean, that would be kind of hard to judge if it had to be your entire yeah. high school career. So basically, I got an A in pre-calc for nothing. So are you shooting but for SUMA? I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. That's the attitude you're going to have. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of fun if I got a little stringy be thingy a little funny. on my gown. But I mean, yeah, I don't really. Mm-hmm. I was so dead set on it my freshman year. But now that I'm three years into high school, I'm just like, you know what? I mean, we're just going to try. We're going to try and get all A's. If that doesn't happen, that's cool. Yeah. Which I think is a healthy mindset. Because, yeah, I mean, if you care so much about everything, you're going to, like, fry yourself out. Yeah. Have so. you, like, have you had any experiences with kind of academic burnout? Oh, yeah. Just... I, yeah. It was definitely, like, freshman year. That year, 2020, 2021, for everybody, it was so rough. Mm-hmm. And it was gifted kid burnout. I was, I was always that kid. <laughs> I, I want to give you a high five right now. Just be like, I was, yeah. I was a brown noser in elementary school. I'll admit it. I was a teacher's pet. I was always doing all the things, math counts, team quest in middle Yo. school. And then I got in high school and it was kind of, you like your teachers are always like, they won't tolerate this in high school. They, <laughs> they will. won't tolerate this no. in college. No. But it's definitely like some burnout. I'm just... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's on and off. I'll just be... I don't have a lot of homework, I think, which is good. Good. With teachers... I think a lot of teachers here are kind of easy on the homework. Because, mm-hmm. like, in any math class, you're probably going to have time to finish it in class yeah. anyway. But it's... I think it's a good balance here. Like, they don't burn you out too much, but it's bound to happen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, like, ways that you, you help yourself get out of burnout or stay out of burnout? Take a long, warm shower. 
that's what I do. I'm like, man, I'm feeling so good. And then I start laying down in the shower again. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, here we go. Well, oh, no. And, I mean, burnout, it's kind of like, it's easy to not experience if you have that, like, I just need to take care of myself mindset. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, that's hard. Like, because yeah. you're always worrying about, like, what other people are doing and your teachers and, like, your grades. And if you just, like, take a couple seconds for yourself. Mm-hmm then I think that would that would help with the burnout. Because it can be a lot. Like, it can be crippling, honestly. And, like, the fact that kids have to... I mean, I know in some schools, they do grading. Like, you start at a zero, and you can only gain points. You can't lose any. Whoa. So Yeah, so, like, if you get an F on a test, it's not going to affect your grade. You're just not going to get the any points. more points. Yeah, but if you get an A, then huh. you'll get however many more points and I think that's kind of what everything should be like Mm -hmm. because that's I think that's definitely helpful for students in not like worrying if you do bad on a test it's going to drop your grade and you might fail and not having like great anxiety snowballing yeah that's interesting Mm -hmm. I wonder how they go around like implementing that right yeah I mean that would definitely be a big change especially Mm -hmm. for teachers having yeah yeah I mean and it might take some stress off yeah. of the general system mm-hmm. because I mean if you've ever looked at a British grading scale they right. have yeah. less rigid mm-hmm. things do you think that kind of adds to pressures that American students might be feeling? oh yeah I mean American schools are not very I mean they're great <laughs> NSA um but there's definitely a lot of things for students to worry about and especially with that grading system it's probably less likely for students to fail Mm -hmm. so that also brings teachers like ratios of failing students down because that can affect them too yeah that could definitely make a big change on like the psyche i think Mm -hmm. of students because i mean even if you i mean probably just minimum effort you'd probably pass Mm -hmm. with a d unless then they do like passing is different and you never know but yeah if i could get out of the american school system i would that's not a great example to hear but it seems extremely common (laughs) funny so funny um well this uh we've talked about some of the courses you've taken yeah this yes a little earthquake (laughs) on the table here it's fine um so we've talked about some of the classes you've taken, mm-hmm. which are pretty high level for junior year. Yeah. So have you it's... been doing, have you been studying for the SATs? Have you oh, been thinking about college? Let me tell you, I'm doing SAT prep because my parents are making me. Good. It takes out three hours of my Saturdays and Sundays. I can make no plans <laughs> unless it's at five. So I am very, un- I mean, definitely SAT prep is good it helps i didn't think it would i've taken two practice tests and my score increased by 90 Ooh, yeah what is your piece at right now yeah 1270 <gasps> yeah the first oh. test i took it was an 1180 and i was like oh <laughs> you want to know something mother sure 1180 is what i think i got on my final okay slay <laughs> that works i mean you got any U of I, so yeah i need to check <laughs> check my final score now but it's really just learning Oh my god, I need to stop touching this table. It's really just, like, learning how... Like, you don't need to be good at math or anything. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need to know what you're reading. It's really just kind of analyzing the questions. Yeah. And kind of just marking them out if they sound stupid or just don't look right at all. 
Mm-hmm. And you can, honestly, I'm advocating for my SAT prep instructor, Jake Zevitz. Jake I don't know Zevitz. if I just doxed him, but that's okay. I mean, you can shout s- out. You can skip passages, honestly. If mm-hmm. you are just so, if like, if you don't do good in like the, like the dual passages, I suck at those. Oh. I could skip that if I wanted to. And if I just did really good on the other 42 questions, I'd be fine. Yeah. The SAT, it's not really a measure of your intelligence. Yeah. It's a, it's measure, a measure of, like, yeah. understanding standardized testing. Yeah. It's a, it's a measure of not how smart you are, a book smart, or even academically right. smart. It's how well do you do tests that will give us mm-hmm. money. Yeah. <laughs> but also your contextualizing skills. Like, there's yeah. a, a monetary side of it, but there's also, mm-hmm. like, a general understanding. Right. And it's just, I mean, it's not like if you too bad on your SAT, you're never going to get a job or anything. Yeah. I mean, it's it's standardized testing. Mm-hmm. We, we all know that. We, oh, you know. Yeah. You know what that's like. We'll be right back. So, uh, hey, Sophia, have you ever wanted to have someone kidnap your teacher? Nope. All right. Well, next week is the Urfe Kidnap the Teacher Contest. This is April 17th through 28th at RCES, RCMS, and RCHS. So all the schools here in the district. The class that raises the most money from each school will get their teacher kidnapped, quote unquote, and they will have a pizza party on May 5th. So that is per class. You'll raise money throughout the week. It'll be a certain block or what do they do at the elementary and middle school? Well, elementary is going to be all one class. Uh-huh. And at the middle school, do they have blocks? Boy, I really know my district. It's me. I went to St. Joe. Oh, okay. Well, true. Not at St. Joe. Not <laughs> available at St. Joe, folks. Sorry. Um, but at these schools, whatever class you're in, put money in that milk jug to raise money. And the most money raised, that class will win. And you get a pizza party. And your teacher gets kind of like a, a free block off to just kind of like hang out somewhere. The class. No, they get kidnapped. They, oh, they get kidnapped. I'm sorry. And probably beaten viciously. Most likely. It's a little far. Okay. Maybe not beaten. The class with the best decorated milk jug bank, they're milk jugs that they drop off in a classroom, uh, will get a special treat from Ginger Ales. Ooh. So decorate, raise money, and get your teacher kidnapped and get some pizza or and or ginger ales. All monies raised are for Erfe, that's E-R-F-A-E, to fund special pro- projects throughout the school. Erfe is amazing. I have gotten several things from Erfe for VAC Club and for our school matters as well. I have gotten a, a very nice laptop for VAC Club to use for remote stuff and for editing and some of our cameras have come from there so i love urfe they have done a ton for our school they raise a bunch of money every year and they it is a a super generous and uh, helpful program to kind of fill in the gaps of funding uh for especially for classes like in the trades and also you know classes like film and editing where the district curriculum doesn't have a bunch of money just to throw into that equipment and it's got to come from somewhere else through fundraising and grants so thank you to urfe and next week make sure and raise money Fill them jugs, baby! Uh, Fill the jugs! Uh. Now back to the show. So with all of this prep that you've been doing, have you been looking into colleges after well, high school? Yeah. I mean, like, not quite like dream colleges, mm-hmm. but like, I don't, I know what I don't want to go to. Yeah. I'm going to stay north of the Mason-Dixon line. Yay! <laughs> I hope. It's hot down there. Yeah. The only one I consider going to down there is Tulane, 
I've looked at U of I. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's close, but it's not it's super not too close. close. It's n- it's close enough to be away from home. Yeah, but close enough that you can that drive you back. can. Yeah, University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go there. And they they have a really good engineering program. I'm not mm. sure if that's what I want to do, but it's something like that. I mean, you know, I feel like I'm in, I'm in like a Big Ten category, like University yeah. of Wisconsin. Like I don't want to go super far away. I mean, I'd love to go to a school in Washington State, mm-hmm. but that is just too far, and I'll already be in enough debt. I don't need to pay for flights <laughs> home. That is true. So, are you looking? specifically into engineering or are there other kind of I don't know honestly kind of embarrassing I wanted to be an air traffic controller air traffic controller sounds fun yeah I mean that is what I like really want to do but it's there's it's a lot to learn and like a lot of stress like weight on your back because you're literally controlling hundreds of people's lives every day and they can't the pilot can't just be like that's my I have hearing loss and my mom says, you can't be an air traffic controller with hearing loss. So, like, the pilot would be like, mayday, mayday. You'd be like, huh? Sorry, what? One more time? Huh? Say, what? Huh? Can you get a little clearer? Did you say? <laughs> yeah. What? I need to cut this out. I was about to say, did you say a terrorist attack? <laughs> Sorry, we'll keep it. No, we'll Sorry, keep guys. it. I hope you laugh. Make a note. No, 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 no. None of this. Whoever's editing this. Yep. Hey, guys. Right in Evan, Ari, or somebody else. Mm-hmm. Keep that. For the blooper reel. Yes. But <laughs> ask Ryden first. Am I clear with Ryden? <laughs> um, <laughs> so obviously you're thinking about a lot of places out of town. And I feel right. like that's kind of the yeah. consensus of some mm-hmm. of the people. Some people want to stay yeah. in town. Right. Do you see yourself ever coming back and living here? Not at all. Funny. Not at all. No, I just, not that I'm not a small town person. Mm-hmm. It's just like the political mindset of certain groups in small towns that I would rather not deal with and that make me rather uncomfortable. So if I move to a small town, it'll be in like Vermont. Vermont. A blue state. And it's, it's, Mm -hmm. I don't mind small towns. It's just this small town doesn't have a lot of things to do. Do you feel like you're too familiar with the town to stay here? Like you've seen too much about it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, definitely there's going to be people, there's yeah. always anybody who stays where they were born for most, for most, if not all, the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I want to get out. Like, I want to go places. Yeah. And with, I mean, with a lot of people, that doesn't happen, especially from small towns. It's a vacuum. Because mm-hmm. you're a homebody. It's just, like, comfort, and you just kind of get stuck. And, like, I've considered, like, I'll come back and visit, probably. Like, if yeah. I ever have a kid, so I'll be like, this is the place I grew up, kids. Hi, kid. But I definitely wouldn't live here. I want to live in, like, a busier place. Like, yeah. in movies and TV shows, small towns are always, like, considered so quaint and cute. And here, it's not so quaint and cute. It's, not all the time. It's quaint and cute, but there's also some dead air yes. in the middle of it. Yeah, and that's what, like, lots of people don't... Like, they never show, like, the bad parts of the town, you know? Like, where, like, most of the houses are falling down. Like, yeah! I mean, my house is... <laughs> I mean, in small towns, there's not a lot of... There's, like, a lot of feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, they're less, like, cookie-cutter houses, but yeah, they're older. It's also, yeah, it's also just like like the suburbs up by Chicago. Like, sure, maybe the houses would look the same, but that it's like more bustling. Like down here, it's like quieter, yeah. like more chill. And I definitely want to live in like a more chill area, mm-hmm. but not here. Yeah, I mean Hallmark movies. 
Yeah. All about the small towns. They're so wonderful. Mm-hmm. None of them go to, like, the quote-unquote other no. side of the train tracks. No. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird. And, I mean, that's, like, a fundamental part of the town. Yeah. Like, it's always going to be there. You can never have... A town can never just be, like, all good. You're always mm-hmm. going to have, like, that part that just nobody wants to talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And that's what's so weird, because, like, especially as people from small towns, mm-hmm. um, our parents will sometimes be like, oh, well, you don't want to go to Chicago because there's this one there's, part of it that's really bad. crime. Yeah, yeah, and then you'll look at our, you'll look at a small town and you'll be like, right. but we have that too, it's yeah. just smaller. Chicago is not a dangerous place. Go, it just has more go, people. Go there, it's cool, visit it. <laughs> we are your small town advocates for yes. large cities. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Do you think the kind of, that kind of atmosphere within the town plays a role within the school? In Of like, fear of like i think like the other Ooh, yeah definitely that but also just like us versus them that mm-hmm. kind of mentality that definitely because it's very different in chicago than it is here like i'll admit that it's mm-hmm. the people are different the workplaces are different like just life in general is different but not everybody up there is a gang member <laughs> Not everybody is out to get you and, like, mm-hmm. mug you and steal your money. It's just, I mean, there's def- it's de- there's definitely, like, an us versus them kind of thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, people down here are like, oh, they don't work hard. They're just the whole state. They should be. Oh, they, they're the ones who make the decisions. We yeah, need to secede. right. Like, yeah, because there's, like, more people up there. Yeah. Don't do that. If don't secede. all of the districts in, like, districts, what, 1 through 18, 1 through mm-hmm. 19. I'm sorry, Mr. Wheeler, I don't remember. Um... <laughs> I think there's, I don't know, actually. I'm all the gonna. districts besides yeah, Southern. <laughs> they all have, like, the same amount of people. And, yes, gerrymandering is a thing. But that's why the districts up there are so small. That's why mm-hmm. Up by Chicago makes up most of our districts. Because there's more people there's, in a more centralized yeah. area up there. It's not that they're making all the decisions. It's just there's, there's more, more districts people. and more of them. And, like, many of them yeah. think the same. It's like, yes, maybe just, like, a little part of the Illinois map is blue. But there's two million people up there. Yeah. There's a lot more votes than you think. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the things people miss even after going through Wheeler Civics class. Mm-hmm. Is that he says it over and over. Land does not vote. Yeah. But since we're here... And a lot of people have only known here. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. easier to think, well, there are plenty of people here. Right. Why, why don't we have as strong as a boat? Right. Yeah. That makes so much sense. It's mm-hmm. just because it looks so small on the map compared to everything else. But it's, I mean, it's like New York City. New York City probably doesn't look that big on a map, but it's like the biggest it's like millions city. of people stacked on top yeah, of each honestly, other. Yeah, honestly, because like sky, yeah, they're just crazy. Skyscrapers, honestly, yeah, and it's there's definitely fear, but like you're not gonna get shot walking yeah. down the street in Chicago. I mean, you might. You could, but get you shot could also, walking down the street here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not that. I mean, they say everybody walks by at least one murderer in their lifetime. That's a weird thing, so, right? So like, at sure, maybe one of them. Should could be in Chicago, but one of them could also be here. That's true. Your neighbor. Think about it. I don't want to think about that. Don't think about it. I got a little old man neighbor. I don't want to think about it. My neighbor is Terry Bruce, ex-United States representative. Mm -hmm. What? For Illinois. Yeah. He was a state rep. Hi. Hi, Terry. (laughs) Listen to the podcast. Hi, Terry. Can I borrow a cup of sugar, neighbor? Yeah. (laughs) Could I I get some of that pension of yours? (laughs) 
it's so weird to think about us, but specifically because just in the greater community too, mm-hmm. part of the reason we think the way we think is because we've got a lot of, I'm thinking about how to word this respectfully, we've got a tipping older population. Yes, definitely. Small towns are definitely more old Yeah. But also, yeah, also specifically here, do you think that kind of age demographic can play a role in how students and learning is affected within the community? I definitely think so, because old people have, I don't want to say like old people use, but politics were very different back then. These people here, they're growing up, I guess depending on how old they are, but like Nixon, Reagan, yeah. JFK, Lyndon B. Johnson. And those guys were definitely very, like lots of people here. We have a lot of veterans here. Mm-hmm. And especially being a vet, I think that, because chances are like somebody is related to a veteran. And the veteran, I think, would definitely have more ideas of like the inner workings, I think, yeah. of like the political system because they are a direct effect of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like I just keep like, veering off but these are just no you're fine listen pop off and yeah and old people i mean yeah it's and especially lots of people's like entire families live here like their grandparents live here their parents their aunts their uncles and so they've all grown up here and been taught by their parent by their great grandparents who've been taught by their grandparents and so on and like just that whole kind of cycle and it's i i'm not saying that you have to like break that cycle but like you don't I mean, I don't know. It's like, it's, there's just somebody by the door. I was like, yeah, what is that slamming? I was yeah, like, I oh. saw somebody like leaning in. Okay. But, um. <laughs> oh my God. You're fine. Stay quiet, table. You're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a cycle. Definitely. It's a cycle. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, kind of like, not soapboxes, but any strong opinions right. about the school system or kind of like children within it or the community? Dress codes are aimed more at women than they are at men. Let her cook. They are. And I, for my controversial topic in comp three, I put that down as one of them because yeah. I could go on and on about dress codes and how they are oddly skewed mm-hmm. towards women. I don't want to see no man shoulders. And, right? For real. Like, if I'm not allowed, if I'm not supposed to see a woman's boobs, why can't I see a man's boobs? <laughs> Period. Mm-hmm. And also, hot take, mm-hmm. gun violence is the leading cause of death in children in the United States. Yeah. And um, there's that's too. Also, minors should be allowed to see drag queens, state of Tennessee. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Me and RuPaul Charles. <laughs> me and RuPaul Charles. I mean, that's crazy. Like, drag queens, if I'm going to be gay, it's not going to be because of a drag queen. Yeah, and it's not because of the things that we read mm-hmm. in the library or hear from our teachers. Yeah, no, there was this one guy, a Republican lawmaker from some state, and this woman was like, we need to ban any mention of sexuality in books. That includes straight people. I don't want to hear about y'all kissing either. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about how y'all married. Yeah. Why is that any of my business? Let's get the podcast blocked. Here's the thing. But if the audio editors think it's questionable and off topic, they can take it They will it tell Ryden. Yeah, they can tell Ryden, and Ryden can think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not my problem. Homophobic. I'm the talent. Yeah, yeah, true. Homophobic. <laughs> I'm going to get him. I mean, I know Ari and Wyatt do, like, a controversial 
not controversial, but like <laughs> you watched their first episode. No, I haven't. But I I followed them on Spotify. This is a shout out to our our sibling podcast. Yes. Uh, why it happens? Follow it on Spotify. Yes. I, I it has convinced me to hate Pugs and Tawny Phil. Oh my god, uh, that man. <laughs> He's a liar. Actually, no. It's He's a liar. Th- didn't he see a shadow this year? No, but no. It's just Puxatani Phil in general. So if you listen to the episode, you'll understand why yes, I'm an yes. avid hater of Puxatani mm-hmm. Phil now. The highlights include uh, he's been alive for like forty-seven uh-huh. groundhogs. This like, man is a vampire. Well, he has a wife, but the wife is not allowed a sip of the elixir of life that he's given. So he's <laughs> sexist. No, I think <laughs> maybe he just wants a new wife. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he's just waiting for her to die so he could, so he could collect that life insurance. <gasps> Groundhog life insurance. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Punks of Tawny Phil is a liar and a fake. He's out. Fake! Okay, <laughs> is there anything? Um. Anything else? I don't, I can't really think of anything. I mean, like, I could think of a lot of things that would probably have to be edited out of the podcast. <laughs> we can petition right in for a separate podcast. Yes. What, is, what does it say on, like, explicit parental PG-13 podcast? I don't know. Parental, parental advisory. advisory gar- well, not guaranteed. Parental <laughs> advisory. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Word for uh, um, suggested. Yes. 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 Parental guidance for children under the age of 13. Yeah. This was super so, fun. Yes. Okay. I forgot how to stop recording. I don't know how to stop recording thank you again to vivi i feel like it went really well uh this was one of the first interviews where it kind of went down avenues that i didn't expect Mm -hmm. i kind of just snowballed into these really interesting topics so i thought it was really fun and this was also was this the second one you did then was this the first one with the new mics and with I, the actual yes, setup? So I it's believe not, this was the second. It interview. doesn't sound as janky as last week's, and there Yay. were parts that had to be cut out because there was like, don't do that. Sorry. I also you mentioned you you're both in Miss Hinckley's speech class, advanced speech class. So how's that class going? I feel like it's really fun. I mean, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. You do a speech a week, and it's pretty cool. I like the class. Yeah. Feel like we can have fun, but also take things pretty seriously. I was in a prom uh, committee meeting with several juniors that are in it, ah. and uh, they were very stressed <laughs> about oh, the upcoming. That was a test. Uh-huh. It was impromptu speech day, and so they were all freaking out. I'm sitting there like, it's Man, just impromptu speech. Impromptu so easy. speech <laughs> is so easy for yes, me. Yes, I'm sure. But it I, is. but I, ha- it's only fun if it can be something funny. Yeah. And there were a couple questions in there, like Vivi got a what would you do if you were a monkey who just escaped from the zoo? Yeah. And that's a question I want. I want to be like, yeah, I, I do this, this, one. and this. But uh, I got, what school rule would you change and why? I was yeah. like, give me something uh, yeah. to work with yeah. here. Let some, me be some funny. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, some comedy. Yeah. I think she used a list that I, some of a list that I, I gave, because I used to teach that course and I gave her some materials. And I heard some, like, one of my favorites is that you're a mad scientist. Describe what your latest uh-huh. Uh, invention is. Oh. I, I miss teaching speech. It was a, just a really fun class. Does she do the thing I did where the first day of class she does not talk at all? No. She I does do not that. do that. I wouldn't say a word and I would have to mime out things. I, I would like hand out the syllabus. I'd point it out and have people read parts. I'd uh-huh. mime out things like, you know, this is important or, 
you know, I ha I can't speak today or all this other stuff. Uh -huh. And just a, this kind of a fun thing about the importance communication. You would not believe how stressed everyone gets, though, because they're, I they mean, they're super on. stressed. Even when they figure out that I'm doing this, it's still like, oh, I just got to be so engaged now. Like It, it kind of tricks them into being super engaged. And I had one kid drop out after the first day, and I thought it was because of that, but it was because I found out later um, she was the only junior in the class. And it was all seniors. And so she was like, I don't want to be around a bunch of seniors. I, around I thought I scared a kid off. I was like, I'm not going to do it every day. <laughs> um, well, that's great. I hope that speech class is going well. I hope everybody in advanced speech is learning some good speaking skills. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope some of them uh, will be on the podcast someday. Speaking of being on the podcast, we've received some interest about it, and we're also looking for more people instead of going out and canvassing for ourselves. So if you're interested in being interviewed or you know someone who might be interested or has an interesting story, reach out to us at vatclub at rccu1.net. That's V-A-T-C-L-U-B at, the at symbol, rccu1.net. And if you know of any, if you are a teacher that would like to be on, or if you would like to recommend a teacher, I've got a couple spots left open to round out the, the 10 that I want to get for this season. Um, so I'd love to have a, a suggestions for the last two. Or actually, I'm also looking for, I have a custodian in my sights who I have not yet approached, oh but I'm going to try and get him to agree. I have had an administrator and I have another one that I'm going to talk to, but I would love to have any other staff around the building uh, that you would like to hear from, or if you are that staff member and you feel like you have some stuff to say about what matters to you at Richland County High School or at the other schools, I would entertain that as well. I figure eventually we're going to hopefully get to those other schools in future seasons. But then please contact us at, at that or at my J-R-Y-D-E-N at rcc1.net. They both will go to the same email, so it doesn't matter. So have a great weekend, have folks. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Our School Matters with your hosts, Sophia Rains and Jeffrey Wright. Produced by me, Evan Irvin. Executive produced by Jeffrey Ryden and Sophia Raines. Theme and incidental music composed and performed by Evan Irvin. Research provided by Abby Adler. Our School Matters is hosted by Voices of Richland County Podcast Network, an RCHS VAT Club affiliate. Rate and review the show on Apple or Google Podcasts, and we may read your comments on our show. You can also contact us at VATClub at rccu1.net. Please subscribe to us on your preferred podcast apps.